We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. This is... With Giancarlo Nava and Ryan Goins. I mean, so we, we get Charlotte in the first round, right, Brian? She's going to go straight out. You're not going to welcome anybody? I don't know. I'm trying to do a new thing. Wow. I, I was going to come out of the box with information and stuff, and you're just like, no. 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 I don't know. I feel like I feel like welcoming the show is a crutch, and you don't know what to say. Just say welcome and just say, you know, thanks so, for listening. So the, so the Heat are going to play Charlotte no. in the first round. Throw some compliments out there. The Heat are going to play Charlotte, right? And I mean, I think so. I don't, I don't no, think no, they can, are. Is, they are. Is, is there still more regular season I games to play? To, I wanted to involve you in the segment, but it's okay. So the Heat are going to play Charlotte, and it's going to bring up. It should be a four or five game series. Uh, they should eat them. Heat and four. Yeah, whatever. So then uh, the Heat are going to then play the winner of Brooklyn and and uh, Toronto, which I think most Heat fans would prefer to play Toronto. Not only because it Brooklyn has beaten us four times, but Toronto's a fun team. Like they're up and down. They 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 are an offensive, fast paced young team that dunks a lot. So we have that going, and then we have the Indiana, the Indiana series uh, that they'll play the Hawks, and then they'll play the winner of uh, what I believe to be Chicago and Washington. You're correct. And then um, Indiana will then play the winner of our side of the bracket. So we got that, Brian. I have a question. Would what you rather it? play Indiana or Brooklyn in the playoffs? In the Eastern Conference Finals? No, yeah. If you had to go through one of the teams, well, if I told you, Brian, you need to play one team and one team only, who do you pick? Indiana. Really? Yeah. That's kind of funny. I mean, it's it's 
I don't want to call it a rivalry for se, but there we have some kind of beef with them. But do you want and to play them because you think it'll be easier? I, I just like which, the narrative behind it all. Which team do you think the Heat would win easier against? I would say Brooklyn. Really? Yeah, I don't think that a whole regular season losing four games in a row against them this year, I don't think that's really going to hold up in the postseason. Well, no team has ever beaten a team that beat them four times. What do you say to that? Well, the Heat were the first team We'll be ever. the first one then. The Heat were the first team ever to beat a team that had swept them three or more times in the regular season. All right, what's going to happen? Which was three, it, was a, were th- the, it was the first team. So when Chicago won three games against them, that was the first time the Heat had, that was the first time any team in history had beaten a team in the playoffs that had swept them uh, three games or above. So that happened. And then now this year we have Brooklyn playing. Uh, they beat us four times. And then the Heat would be the first team ever to sweep, beat a team. Why are you laughing? Are you trying to hype this up? Me? No, I mean, it's just, <laughs> I mean, welcome to the Heat Podcast. You're not scared. What do, you, what do you mean? Welcome to the Heat Podcast. I'm your host, Ricardo Navas. You're with Brian Goins. You're a phony. What do you mean? I'm, no, I'm, that's, I'm not, that's what you are. I'm You're a big, scared, fat I mean, phony. I'm, I'm worried about, I mean, I think Indiana's going to figure it out. I really think that they'll get it together and they'll start playing well again. I believe so. That If you saw the Thunder game versus them, they looked like they were bouncing back and they looked confident again. Brooklyn is a team that's just good defensively and, like, Joe Johnson doesn't give a bleep who's guarding him. Like, Joe Johnson just does whatever he wants. And Joe Johnson's not the most efficient guy in the world, but if Joe Johnson has a couple really good games, that'll give you problems. And then you have Pierce that'll play consistently. And then you have Darren Williams that could, how become Darren Williams again for a game or two. Because Darren Williams isn't the same guy as he used to be, but he's still a very good player. He's still one of the better point guards in the league. He's just, you know, not himself. He's not better than Chris Paul anymore. No, no. That, well, I never <laughs> thought that was even a conversation. I thought I mean, that really, No, nah, it was a conversation for a while. It was a conversation. I thought it was ridiculous. Yeah, me too. I mean, Chris Paul was just hurt. And on New Orleans. Yeah, well, <laughs> to sum it up, the Heat have packed it in. Guys, they have packed it in for the last week, right? Like, they've given up. Like, they're just like, ah, oh, season's over. Yep, that Lincoln Park song really fits them all right now. Which one? I've given up. Give it up. We're sick of feeling. We have no energy today. No, we don't. Well, because I feel like that's a Heat fan. The Heat fan is just like... I, no, I blame it on the NPR sports thing we just saw. Oh, yawn, Charlotte, right? Uh, Charlotte, but, uh, Toronto. Uh, four. Huh? You have a parrot in the room. You have four. Okay. Huh? Well, they haven't. They've only swept one team, and that was the Bucks. You have four. I think this team's better. I mean, you know this team has a has a history of not sweeping teams that should. Three, Pete. I do want to get into the West, because the West is so much more fun. Now, we got Oklahoma City, Memphis, Dallas, San Antonio, Clippers, Golden State, Portland, Houston. Now tell me that's not fun. You're right. That NPR. We watched the video, and it was. This uh, sounds so like mono. Yeah, we from, sound very monotone. We just like, saw just, a video. We just, hype it, this up. Get, get loud. Get get you know just, it, it's, uh, just move it, around. It's called NPR Sports Miami Heat Win a Championship, and it's basically these guys satiring an NPR 
NPR, because you know NPR is very like stickler series. So it's these guys that are just very calm and monotone, and it was super funny with their faces and the, the they Work were dressed suits, in yeah. suits doing radio. And then it was like very like this, and then, like it was it was a satire of NPR radio with the heat winning championship. It was very very funny. Should I add in some of the bits we did during nah, the pre game no, pre show? It, it just zaps. Okay, it zaps the energy out of us. Maybe it one day so we'll funny. get to hear it. No nah, man, but that that series, uh, Golden State, the, the Clippers. I don't even know what the Western Conference lineup's going to look like. What is it? I just told you. You went so fast. I couldn't even really... What, what's going fast? Just go one by one. Okay. We got Oklahoma City, and we have the Memphis Grizzlies. Okay. Right? I got Oklahoma in five. <laughs> okay, Brian. And then we have... Why won't my league pass show me Saturday? League pass is over, son. Oh, that was actually a sad time, too. I was like, I was going to tell you the schedule of everything. And then League Pass won't let me go past Friday. Regardless, it's Oklahoma City uh-huh. and and Memphis. And then we have San Antonio, Dallas, Ooh. which that's a funny storyline. That's a fun storyline because that could be the last time Dirk and Duncan ever play in a playoff series against each other. Really? Is Dirk considering retirement this year? No, but Dunk, we don't know if Duncan's going to be here next year. We don't know if Duncan is, and Dirk are ever going to meet again. Well, yeah, I guess that's you make, a, you make I mean, a fair point. Yeah. That's been a rivalry, like. Not just uh, not just like a team Texas rivalry. They're like two individuals that have a rivalry. So then I'm gonna give I'm gonna give the audience a playoff slate. So on Saturday, twelve thirty, we got Brooklyn uh, Raptors, and then we have at three thirty, which is the big game, which is gonna be the fun game, which is gonna be the awesome game, which is gonna be the sexy game, which is gonna be Golden State and the Clippers. Now that's gonna be that's gonna be so much, and I, and I know. Andrew Bogut is hurt, and I know David Lee's not 100%. But it's going to be lots of scoring and lots of fun. Then we have uh, the... If you M- don't stay up for that, you suck. And then we have the MT- the NBA TV series, Atlanta versus Indiana, because we know that's going to be terrible. And we have Memphis <laughs> and Oklahoma City on ESPN that night. We move on to Sunday, and uh, then we got the, the series Dallas-San uh, Antonio in, in the morning, 1 o'clock. Uh, Heat Bobcats three thirty, Bulls Wizards, and then f- topped off by Rockets Blazers. So those are your playoff matchups, Brian. And I'm going to ask you, My bad. what series are you more ex- most excited for? Outside the Heat Bobcats series, I'll probably definitely <laughs> Heat Bobcats. I'm excited for anything the Heat are in. I want to see Way play. Well, he's been playing. I know. I want to keep him see him play. Just to play forty eight minutes. Well, we have no energy today. Come on, <laughs> no, Brian. I like I like the Rocket series. That seems really interesting. Rockets. Who else was it? Um, Rockets. Portland's gonna Portland. Be That's fun. gonna be really fun. That's Especially gonna, three. Like, there's gonna be a lot of threes in that game. There's gonna be a lot of fun scoring. Just errant shots, but Harden's they're gonna be gonna, fun to watch. Harden is gonna score a million points. Oh yeah, it's gonna be so much fun. Is Howard back? Is he still hurt or not? Who? Howard Dwight is back. Okay, so yeah, they should be pretty well. And I think Patrick Beverly's back too from that knee yes, injury. So they should definitely have, make a statement. In that game, um, are you are you starting out the series at home? Who the Clippers? No, um, Houston. Houston does yes. Okay, so they, I think they should probably win that series, maybe in six. I would say. So I mean, and to be honest, it's kind of hard to preview a playoff series. I mean, we could just tell you what it looks like. It's going to yeah. be a lot of fun, and I don't really like doing picks. <laughs> picks are boring, but I do want to talk about the end of the regular season, and I thought it was interesting. And <laughs> every team tanks. Every look, it's like teams <laughs> not trying to win, teams avoiding stuff, and then we have. I think what sums it up perfectly, uh, at EJ Marin tweets and the Indiana Pacers, despite their best efforts, 
are the number one seed. Now, that was fabulous. <laughs> that was fabulous. <laughs> no? Like, yeah, it was funny. It's good, yeah. Because, dude, come on. Bring the energy. Whoa, I mean, come on. What do you want me Bring to say? Bring the energy up. It's funny. Bring the energy it's up. Hilarious. Bring the energy Hysterical. up. Hysterical. Bring the energy up. I don't know your synonyms for that. Bring the energy up. <laughs> You're going to get your minute to shine Humorous. soon. Humorous. Going to get your Brian's time to shine soon. So stay Flabbergasting. Tuned. Stay tuned for Brian's time to shine. But I don't think that's what I meant to say. <laughs> but Indiana has been awful down the stretch. They've been awful, Brian, and they still got the number one seed. And I think that speaks to how bad the Heat have been. Like, they've been terrible. Has the Heat shown you anything in the last two months that show you that they're going to win a championship? No, but it showed me stuff in the past two years. But I'm asking, in the last two months, if, let's say, you've never seen this Heat team play before, and you only saw the last two months, what are you thinking? We look like but who cares? We think that's not a very good team. Obviously, you know they weren't really trying this past month. What I'm concerned about is... They're sending people out. They're putting in these fake people in the starting lineup, and then now we're going to go into nine-player rotation. Is Tony and Douglas you're gonna, No, he ain't going to get any minutes. minutes. Hell no. Are you sure? No. I wouldn't be surprised. I would. Why? I, I definitely would, because I don't think he's going to find himself getting any minutes. Is he better than Norris Cole? I think Norris Cole's going to find himself back where he's... I mean, right now he's been a little slump, but... He's going to find his way back. and I mean, Spill definitely trusts him. He still gives him his minutes, no matter what, considering Beasley hasn't played in forever. And who else is in the lineup anymore? Gregory. James Jones. And you grow Gregory's hurt. Listen, I'm all about James Jones. I'm all about James Jones. He's black Kyle Korver. He's awesome. What did he finish the year? Over, over 50%. Over 50%. What would that put him in, in this year's rankings? I'm not going to check, but pretty high. I think he would be the only person over 50%. Did Kyle Korver finish over 50%? Yes. No, I don't know. Not bad. I'm lying if I say yes. JJ Reddick was close, too. JJ Reddick's been hurt. Yeah. So that's why he's been close. Injuries are... <laughs> you know what's funny is that I think teams are pretty healthy come this playoff time. Like, I don't think a lot of teams are banged up like last year. No, yeah. Last year, we had the Russell Westbrook injury. But that was in the, that was in the playoffs. Well, that's true. But, I mean, like... I'm glad. I mean, outside of Golden State, which sucks because Dwight Bogan Howard injury too as has well. a fractured rib. Yeah, but Dwight's playing again. I know. So I'm and just Dwight saying, looks good. Yeah, you're right. They're at, I don't think there's any injuries. It would have been the Patrick Beverly one, but he's now back. And in the Eastern Conference, is all I have to talk about is like the Heat have to take care of the Bobcats. Yep. They're gonna play Brooklyn or or Toronto, and then you know Indiana will fight through their bracket. In the Western Conference, it's kind of different because it's a gauntlet of good teams. That any one of those teams you could see making a conference final. Who do you have? In Is the, there a team in the West Western that would conference? surprise you? Which think, team would surprise me? Dallas. It would be Dallas for sure. If they make the conference finals? Yes, because I don't think they're, compared to the other Western teams, I don't think they're okay, that's as fair. matched up right Maybe now. Maybe Portland would surprise me. Uh, although, yeah, they would be psyching for although me. Although Portland's right. a five Just because seed. they're young. But you have like <laughs> a first round series of Golden State and the Clippers. Now, Golden State wouldn't surprise me. Did that, they make the Western Conference finals last year? No. Seven. No? Okay. Well, anyways, I still think they're going to go pretty far. I love Stephen Curry. He's, if you've been seeing him this past week and a half, he's been on fire. He's been Mr. League Pass. Yeah, Kevin man. Love or Mr. League Pass for me. <laughs> Mr. League Passes. But what's going to help the Heat is that the Oklahoma City Thunder have the matchups that they like. They like the Memphis matchup, I think. They they, they beat Memphis last. I mean, they lost to Memphis last year. But what Russell Westbrook wasn't playing, and what Durant does to that defense, 
is he's going to abuse Zach Randolph because they can't hide him putting it on. Like they can't hide these guys. If Oklahoma City goes small with Durant at the four and Ibaka will be able to hold his own against anybody, like they're going to have, they're going to have to play the winner of that Clippers, uh, Thunder, uh, that Clippers, okay, uh, sorry, that Clippers Golden State Golden series. State, yeah. And, they like that those matchups. They like the up and down. I know the Clippers have had a pretty uh, some success against Oklahoma City, but I think on playoff time, they're gonna like that up and down pace. I think Durant and Westbrook, because Westbrook's completely healthy now, they're gonna like that up and down pace. And he almost hurt himself though. Did you see that uh, game against the Paces where he tried that to block was so a much shot? Fun. I love that guy. But man, he landed like really awkwardly. He almost freaking blew his love knee. Love that guy. Well, he needs to stop doing that. He's the best. Well, that's what you're. <laughs> you're captain. No fun. Um, I mean, that was awesome. Okay, technically, I would be Captain Hindsight if he gets hurt. I would blame it on that. This kind of broke out nicely for the Heat because San Antonio is going to play Dallas, and then they're going to play Houston, which is not a great matchup for them. And they've had some trouble with Houston. Mm -hmm. And then, I mean, Dwight's going to bother them. They have Kawhi Leonard, you know, as the defensive stopper, but Houston has a lot of scoring, and San Antonio is not littered with defensive stoppers. They have an above average defense. I believe they're, they're shy of the top 10 in defensive efficiency. But, they're, you know, they're, they're an above average defensive team. But Houston's a good offensive team. And it's, <laughs> when you're putting Kawhi Leonard on James Harden, you're opening the floor for guys like Chandler Parsons and these bigger forwards that Kawhi would usually guard. To, to have more freedom, to have more leeway. And when Kawhi's spending all his energy guarding James Harden the whole game, I mean, what Kawhi does is Kawhi's a ball handler, Kawhi is a defender, Kawhi's a rebounder, Kawhi's, listen, Kawhi is what they need him to be. He's the Swiss Army knife for San Antonio. Oh, wow. <laughs> but they're going to have him focus on doing the Harden thing. And then you have Dwight and you have the shooters that they have, an above average bench. You have Jeremy Lin coming off the bench for some scoring. You got Pat Beverly tormenting Tony Parker. Francisco Garcia. Garcia. Where's he from? I think he's from Spain. No, I think he's Hispanic. Yeah, Spain. Well, uh, are Hispanics from Spain? Not really. I mean, South America is not really Europe. Oh. I think. (laughs) I wasn't very good in geography. Clearly. Okay, I've talked a lot. I'm going to give Brian's minute to shine. Imaging, please. And now it's time for Brian's. Time to shine. Brian's got 60 seconds on the clock. Talk about anything she wants. Here's your co-host, Brian Goings. So, I don't really have anything planned for right now, but I'm going to make this on the spot. I just want to, you know, announce some few things that have happened in this past course of the week. I'm very pleased to announce that I am now a credential writer for stateofu.com, a site hosted by SB Nation. They cover all University of Miami between football, baseball, and basketball teams. And I will be a credential writer to attend all home games. So expect me to write some pieces for them at least once a week. And that's going to be really exciting for me. Because I get to interview players and coaches and go to press conferences and be an actual journalist outside of this radio show that we do inside of a home studio. Is my mayor up? 
I think so. Okay. And that was an incredibly boring minute. It really was. I don't have any. You're the fun. worst, man. You are the worst. There's, there's, there's anything fun out there right now. You fought for that minute. But I felt proud about it. Okay, I got some funny tweets for you. <laughs> um, Cam Pashia tweets, why does the FCC allow the Lakers to play on television? <laughs> Come on, that's funny. There was this funny moment in a Mavs game last week. The other day there was a Dallas game and <laughs> Monte Ellis threw a lob to, uh, <laughs> to Sammy, uh, Sammy D, the, um, the Haitian sensation. Samuel Dalmer? Yes, sir. I forgot his name. He's supposed to be in Miami. And, um, today's the day that Monte, dumbass. the tweet reads, today's the day Monte Ellis learned that Sammy D and Brandon Wright are very different alley-oop finishers because <laughs> it ended terribly and it was very, very funny. Oh, God. Going to our Kawhi Leonard theme, uh, Jesse Blanchard tweets out, more efficient killer, Kawhi or carbon monoxide? <laughs> what? <laughs> is there an inside joke behind that? I mean, no. No? Sounds like there is. <laughs> I mean, we're just doing a terrible show today. I got one. What? This is from last night. This was um, ESPN Numbers tweeted out, breaking, all caps, the Bucks were winning a basketball game, and then they tweeted out a picture of the score. So they were up 58. Oh, no, they were up 63-58 against the Hawks at halftime. And so during halftime, the official Milwaukee Bucks account, at Bucks, tweets out to ESPN Numbers, chill, period. The Bucks are, the Bucks are a great one Twitter account. They're fabulous. Um <laughs> I have two more, and it's Eric Bledsoe. Somebody tweets at him, you're the worst player in the NBA. He retweets with comment, yo mama. <laughs> like, that was just great by Eric Bledsoe. And then uh, probably one of my one of my favorite of the week is um, New York Knicks podcast tweets out, is it true that Yamari Mello shoulder revealed that he doesn't give a anymore? <laughs> my favorite tweet from uh, that as well from this week was from today. It was from you, actually, in response to AJ Bulls, Carmelo. I can't afford another losing season at this point in my career. It's not about the money. He put hashtag Bulls. You retweet of comment hashtag Heat. Yeah, and I retweeted you. I mean, that's so. Like, also favored it. Oh, my mic just fell. No, no, it didn't. You're the worst. Yeah, oh. and I don't really want to talk Hit about my chin. I hurt. I don't want to talk about off season right now. We got the playoffs starting. We have all this cool stuff, and to be honest, there's not a lot. I mean, the season's over. Playoffs start. We're going to try to bring you bi-weekly. Right, Brian? Bi-weekly, yeah. Bi-weekly maybe. I mean, I'll for, see. Well, definitely our semester's about to end, so for, we have more time to for do playoffs, podcasts. We want to give you more playoff coverage, so you got to stay here. I'm getting cable so I can watch all the games. Oh, good for you, buddy. Yeah. And, um, Just think, in time. I think that's it for our show. Short show, playoff preview. Um, you know, We don't really have to be that scared for the Bobcats. We didn't really tell you anything. We just pretty much talked. Well, I can give you some stuff for uh, the Bobcats Heat okay. Series. Uh-huh. I have some tweets from Cooper Moorhead that were from last night. So these are some interesting morsels of information. You go, buddy. He, uh, well, if you want the schedule, the Heat first round versus Charlotte's on Sunday, of course, April 20th, Wednesday, April 23rd, Saturday, April 26th, and then Monday, April 28th. And, you know, if necessary, there's other games after that. All right, this is where he starts getting very analytical. Um, basically, he says, via NBA, the Charlotte Bobcats finish the season with the same efficiency rating, 101.2, on offense, which ranked them 24th. And on defense, they ranked, again, 101.2 which mean them six. So obviously they're a better defense team than offense. Oh, they, they are a good defensive team. They really are. So they're definitely they're, top, they're top 10, almost top five. They're well coached. Yeah. They're, 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 
They're number six, you said, right? Yeah, they're number six. They're world coach, and what this team is, what that team is good at is they play defense and they take a lot of free throws. Kemba Walker takes a lot of free throws. Gerald Henderson takes a lot of free throws. Uh, uh, Jefferson takes a lot of free throws. Oh, yeah, he definitely does. They go to the line a lot. And what that does is that helps their defense. They slow down the game. They get free throws. They get easy baskets. They're not good on offense, but the free throws help them Mm -hmm. a lot. And and that's something to watch out for. Like, watch. They're going to go to the line a lot, and they're going to play defense. Uh, More tweets. Um, according to Cooper Moorhead again, just so lazy. Yeah, Bobcats also have the best. <laughs> Bobcats also have the best transition defense in the NBA, according to Synergy's logs. But that's linked to second fewest live ball turnovers. So that's kind of interesting. Um, heat force the of course, turnovers in NBA, and they commit to twenty eighth tons of turnovers. So since the Bobcats are a pretty good defensive team, and the Heat don't really give up the ball that much, that's going to be interesting to see play out during the series. And then the last one would be, as deadly as Al Jefferson is, Bacchat still scored less than a point per possession on both his post-ups and post-ups slash passes. And that's from Synergy as well. Synergy's great. I love that. So, for you analytical geeks out there, that's probably some awesome news for you. Well, you know, just keep us, uh, you know, follow our Twitter account at HeatBeatMiami. Correct. Uh, follow me at Giancarlo Navas. Follow him at by Brian Goins. Remember Miami Night, they sponsor us and they'll sponsor us all throughout the playoffs. You sound like the NPR sports thing right now. <laughs> so bad. We're listening uh, to some Michael Bublé right now. My, Miami Night's going to sponsor us throughout the playoffs. Check about on Facebook, check about on Instagram, check about on, fa- on, uh, on Twitter. Miami.night. They do lots of cool stuff. They do program Wired on Thursday with Ricardo Falanga. Check that out. And we're going to talk to you throughout the playoffs, guys. So hope you enjoy and enjoy the, our crabby podcast today. That sounds incredibly uh, bored and void of energy. And uh, let's go heat. That's all we can say, right? And now you're listening to some shout smooth operator. Huh? Team four. Huh? Three-peat.